of the Goddesses, Lovers, and Dreams podcast. I'm Sama Morningstar, 
and I'm excited to announce that the book that this podcast is based on, Goddesses, Lovers, and Dreams, is now available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback format. So you can find it there and read along when with this podcast. So the poem I'm going to read today is called Inside Out, and many of the people who signed up to get a preview of the book, uh, this poem was included in that preview, and many of the people who read it felt uh, very connected to this poem because it describes a state of being that many of us have experienced oftentimes at the beginning of a period of great growth and transformation and it's a state of being where we're so absorbed in what's going on inside of us that we can become blinded to how um, how others can see everything that's going on often more clearly than we can and how that self-absorption is causing a hypersensitivity um, where everything in the world that's happening outside of us feels like it's uh, somehow causing more pain when when it what I find is that it's often because we have unresolved pain from the past that the pain of the current circumstance gets magnified or what I like to say is we we have a backpack of unresolved emotions from the past and so then we toss that backpack into the fray when something is going on currently that might feel uh, similar to the unresolved issues. Well, and the truth is, is that we will continue to attract similar circumstances and painful experiences that that are very similar to the ones we're carrying in that backpack or in our in our pouch, belly pouch, if you will, um, to bring that, bring that backpack, what we're carrying from the past, into our awareness. But if we just put it onto what's happening now without feeling and noticing that a good portion of it is from the past, then without that recognition, um, we just feel like we're repeating the same patterns over and over again. So recognizing this this state of being feels very important to me. Recognizing that we're we're putting what's going on inside of us, oftentimes what we've stored from past experiences, we're putting it out and sort of putting it onto our current circumstances. A good portion of what our emotions are about our current circumstances are often from past unresolved feelings. And so this, this poem, Inside Out, talks about how that feels. Inside Out 
I know how it feels to be turned inside out by my own mind. Eyes seeing only the back of my own head. Tasting only my own tongue. Swallowing my own words. Hearing my voice echoing loudly inside my own empty cavern. Seeing nobody else there. I weep for my loneliness. The only inspiration, the same breath trapped inside. The grotesque aberration, smelling of musky skin, tear mold, and built up wastes. Outside, I touch everyone with nerveless tenderness, blindly bumping my vital organs against danger, spilling my blood and lymph everywhere. I wonder why I'm tired and sick. There outside are the workings of my brain and heart for everyone to see but me. Until something or someone with Kali's grace finally reaches in, grabs my nose, and pulls it out my anus, shaking me hard. Only then do I finally realize where I've been. So this <clears throat> might be something you can relate to, the feeling of particularly blinding, bump, blindly bumping my vital organs against danger. I can so feel that visceral experience of just feeling like the world is such a dangerous place because every experience that I have can be can feel so painful if there's unresolved pain that just keeps wanting to come up for healing attention and yet I'm so absorbed in trying to figure it out or you know the energies that are just cycling around recycling around and and so this this experience really I wrote this poem at the beginning of my self-exploration and growth process before I had the tools to see all of this for myself. And, you know, the part of the poem that refers to something or someone with Kali's grace finally reaching in, grabbing my nose and pulling me, pulling it out my anus, like, you know, getting my head out of my butt, turning me back right side out, you know, so that that was a period of time when the power of Kali, the goddess Kali, was very appealing to me, where I felt like I needed dramatic reorganization in my being and in my life to get things right, to turn things back the way they were supposed to be because everything just felt so wrong. And, and Kali is the perfect goddess for that. She's all about deep transformation and facing the strength of our pain head on, taking the bull by the horns and 
and just doing what needs to be done. And then when we face that intense transformation, in my experience, I went through years of devotion to Kali, feeling like that was how I could make things right by having such a dramatic transformation time and time again, giving up everything, moving, location, just letting go of everything and turning things all around. And at a certain point, Kali's process becomes a bit more subtle. And for me, I've become so familiar with that turning things right side out again process that when I get self-absorbed and things start to be more painful than, than they need to be, I notice it right away and it doesn't go as far down the the road as it used to and so that process of turning things right side out is much gentler because I can notice oh that is a familiar pain that is an old pain that's just coming up again and there's a portion of what I'm feeling in response to the circumstance that is from that old pain and it's just coming up for me to love it and to notice it and to give myself whatever nurturing that I need. And, and so in a long-standing relationship with the intensity of Kali, it can become a more gentle and just ordinary day-to-day -day process of asking myself, wow, I'm reacting to this situation. How much of this is from this current situation? And how much of this is from my past, from this lifetime? And oftentimes, with the, now with the focus I have on doing womb healing, with this activated connection to my ancestral line and and even more ancient, um, you know, past life things, with that activation and awareness of energetic connections to the collective pains that we're all working to heal, then current circumstances become a doorway in, a window or an opportunity to heal whatever feelings come up, are coming up about them that are related to the past um, and what related to collective pain that we're all addressing. And so then that gives a certain joy and excitement and purpose to whatever current circumstance I'm grappling with. 
So instead of <clears throat> having it, this whole process of noticing my inside outness, my sensitivity, my hypersensitivity, and then the need for some drastic rearranging, just that recognition that, okay, I get to meet what I'm feeling with a sense of bringing loving, healing attention to what I'm feeling. That just instantly puts me right again, that I'm no longer hiding inside my cave going, oh my gosh, it hurts so much. Instead, I'm like, oh wow, thank you, universe, thank you, goddess, for bringing me this circumstance so that I can bring healing energy to it and I can discover and, and, and experience the miracle of bringing healing love to whatever arises in my life and the blessing of the opportunity to do so. So thank you so much for joining me for this third episode of the Goddesses, Lovers, and Dreams podcast. And I would love to hear how it lands for you, your reflections on this. And as I said at the beginning, the book, Goddesses, Lovers, and Dreams, is now available on Amazon. You can just do a search for the title, Goddesses, Lovers, and Dreams. And it will pop up there. You can get it either in Kindle or uh, as a paperback and um, follow along. And once again, thank you so much. And I look forward to connecting with you about transform, uh, transformational alchemical poetry again sometime soon. All right. Take care. <laughs>